What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Casada, and you're listening to episode 22. I think it's 23. Is it 24? You're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. I guess we don't need to say the episode every week, um, but we're back uh, for another episode this week. I'm here with my co-host, Joe. Yeah, we're, we're over here losing count and losing sleep, trying to record this Dude. in between work days and trying to fit it in between each other's schedules. And here we are, back to the two-man crew. But Yeah, um, it's going to be a quick show this week, probably 20, 30 minutes max. Uh, I think you have to go to work in like 20 minutes um yeah so <laughs> i mean luckily this week there's not a lot that really happened in wrestling this was kind of a ho-hum week you know compared to most yeah. so it's not like we're missing sure. out on it but sounds uh, good. at least we um, don't have a pay-per-view to review this week yeah uh, or a video game <laughs> um yes. so uh go ahead enough find our link tree linktr.ee slash stolen gimmicks you can find all of our links over there where you can find the podcast um you can find our t-shirt store our twitters our threads all the fun uh different social media websites uh go give us a five-star review threads. Over. <laughs> uh, go give us a five-star review over on apple Podcasts. we'd really appreciate that um so yeah let's just go ahead and get right into this it's going to be a super quick show uh we want to get something out because we don't want to break our streak we're doing really well here um news uh only one thing of news i wanted to talk about um and i think you you're going to take uh control here but aew a bunch of stuff is getting banned from aew it looks like they're trying to clean up their product a little bit um i know they're in deep deep uh contract extension talks with uh, warner brothers so uh want to tell us a little bit about these things getting banned here yeah so so far i've heard only good things about the um their brand rights negotiations and television rights and all that being negotiated with Warner brothers. I've I've only heard good things and that it's going to be big money apparently. And that's yet to be seen. But what we did get to see was a supposed list of banned things from now on. And I've got them here. Um, so AW has developed protocols to minimize injury risk. Uh, they've banned unprotected chair shots to the head, shots to the back of the head, Buckle bombs, seizure cells, basically any interactions with the crowd outside of going into it, and a few more specifics. And then there's also a few things mm-hmm. that are permitted, but they have to have approval. Ring apron okay. spots and bumps, TLC spots, pile drivers slash terms tombstones, uh, high-risk dives or top rope moves, choking slash strangling spots, physically involving outside people, and a few more. So I don't yeah. know how legitimate this is. I would assume fairly legitimate because since Fightful posted about it, yeah. but this uh, these are these uh, seem to be pretty routine things. For sure, uh, like I mean, we're used to it with WWE and a lot of that stuff. Like we're still going to see like all that stuff in the second half. You said there, um, as because Tony Khan is a mark and he's going to let that shit happen. But it's going to be base by base, and I'm sure it's just going to be big stars doing it. People that I don't think it's trust because Tony Khan's a mark. I think I think it's oh, because the no, I didn't mean that. Want to want to? Well, yeah, but you know how people will take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I think that a lot of it is the performers themselves. Like the the yeah. no seizure cells. That's almost 
guaranteed uh, hit on Daniel Bryan because uh, he's yeah. like the only guy over there doing that. And then the sure. throwing stuff on the crowd, that's MJF because he throws water and vodka and popcorn and whatever else onto people. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can see how there's specific rules being laid out of shit that they've seen that they just don't want to see anymore on their television. Sure. Yeah. Most of it's, it's fine. Probably- like, yeah, and it's Warner Brothers. I'm sure they're like trying to like they want advertisers to really like this product because they want to make money, and I, I totally see why. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we see less bleeding, um, but all this all this information. Is I don't. I don't think. Uh, honestly, with the bleeding thing, I don't really think that that's much of an issue. Um, as far as is, uh, I think that they've already toned that down. Like, you okay. don't see. Um, you, you might see one blade job a week and it's usually Moxley. I hate to say it, but, um, that's true. And that's, and that's usually honestly by accident. Like there's a lot of times that he doesn't even blade he just has old wounds opening up. Like he just needs to take a break and let shit heal. But, yeah. um, yeah, no, it usually, it's not a big deal. I guarantee we'll see some blood next week. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's literally called Blood and Guts, uh, and I'm very excited for that. It's going to be a fun time. I don't watch as much AEW as I'd like to, um, but with, with big events. He has events, a wrestling like, podcast and, and doesn't watch half I know. the American it's product. A lately. It's been a struggle lately. I'm not going to lie. I've been um, really barely... enjoying AEW's product. I've, I've gotten back into it. Uh, I'd like to start featuring it on the show some more, but it is a chore and a half to try to get Jordan to watch anything that's not Roman Reigns or LA Knight. So. I want to watch the real cinema. <laughs> uh, but speaking of uh, weekly wrestling shows, let's go ahead and get into the wrestle roundup here. Um, SmackDown last week, they were at Madison. Back Square to Roman Reigns in the cinema. Hell yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess there was a dark segment with LA Knight. Well, I don't guess it. They've released it onto YouTube. It's getting insane view counts, millions of views uh, across multiple platforms. LA Knight comes out, interrupts Hit Row, attacks them. And it, honestly, have you seen this? Yeah, it's nothing right. out of the ordinary. Nothing, like, I understand no. that maybe maybe it sucks that he wasn't on the show. But when I went yeah. to SmackDown in March, uh, Cody Rhodes was the dark match. And he wasn't on the show. Yeah. So it's well, like. See, what this was, which I can almost guarantee, is this was a test. Um, he has not been presented as a babyface on television yet. He's obviously getting babyface response from the crowd. So they did this as a test to see how he does in a babyface presentation. He comes out as a babyface. He does babyface stuff. And I think it was a test. And look how many views it's getting. Um, I think it was a success. And I think we're going to see a babyface LA Knight uh, probably next time we see him on screen. I mean, um, he's literally been babyface for like a month now. I know. But if like, it's not much of a change. But no, sure. but I think. I think that was just them saying like, Oh, let's go see how he can present as a babyface because he hasn't presented. He, he comes out and he's a heel, but he definitely works the crowd like a babyface. So yeah, he's I'm literally the, the, the bare minimum <laughs> definition of a heel. Yeah. So um, he organically got over like, like he, th- this wasn't a plan by WWE to get him. And, you know, like, that's why he's a heel, but he's getting cheated like a baby face. And now they're just going to have to make him a baby face, which I think is the right thing to do. Um, but SmackDown started on TV with the bloodline. Um, Jey Uso, Roman Reigns, all the good stuff here. Um, Roman Reigns did this thing <laughs> where he started um, and ended with the with the uh, bloodline, basically. 
Like it did. Right, it felt like did. half the show. Well, it was half the show. Uh, literally mm-hmm. forty minutes of in ring. Like I will admit, I did enjoy this segment more mm-hmm. than I have enjoyed the Bloodline here lately. However, yeah. dude, forty minutes. Come on, that's kind of a yeah. slog for anybody. Like that's a chore. That's that's a lot of promo and dialogue time with no in ring action. Yikes. Well, I mean, they got physical towards the end, so I, I would say there was some in ring. Yeah, action, but that's not but, a match. But. I think that this storyline is way more valuable than a match in that, that segment. So I, I think that the 40 minute promo was worth what they gave it. Um, I will say at Look, the end, it, when, it's, like, it's definitely, it's definitely working rating ratings yeah. wise and money wise for them. Mm-hmm. But this kind of wrestling is definitely not it for me. I get kind of bored when promos drag on this long and when mm-hmm. every little minute detail becomes a five minute monologue of will he won't he um it's fine to a certain extent but holy man they got to tone down the 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 inner fighting of all their factions like all their factions are fighting it's all cinema it's all like see i knew this was going to happen as soon as people started praising the bloodline i knew it was going to (laughs) bleed into everything and take over the show which is exactly what has happened i don't think they need to necessarily tone down what's going on with the bloodline because like you said it's working rating wise um i apparently like it got like one of the biggest ratings ever at the end of smack not ever but like in more recent times at the end of smackdown um just some crazy numbers apparently um but i will say it dragged out towards the end of this beginning segment when they were just beating the shit out of jay uso and it looks like they were scrambling not sure what to do with him um but basically uh in the segment roman reigns was giving up the bloodline he handed that thing he wears around his neck that looks like peppers but it's not peppers it, i don't think Dude. it's called a, i don't think this one's called a lay it has like a weird name okay, to it well, i'm not sure what it is but it's, it's definitely lay. not sure. peppers <laughs> doesn't it look like peppers though i always thought it was peppers until i saw it more up close anyways he a gives it bit. to jay uso acts like he's giving it up the bloodline to jay uso making him the tribal chief he gets on a knee and you see a fucking tear going down his face um Cinema, yeah, dude. So cinema, cinema. <laughs> um, but honestly, I thought it was really, really uh, good performance from Roman Reigns. It was so good, I started crying too at home. Me no, too. Um, loudly, it, I was. Uh, you were <laughs> weeping at Roman yeah. Reigns. No, I, I thought this definitely was kind of a like it was good for a while, and then it kind of was kind of a buzzkill because it just kept going and going and going. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> can we get to something yeah. else? Yeah, but I, so. I think it did what it needed to do, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it ended up having Roman Reigns low blow him, and then they beat the fuck out of J- uh, Jimmy. And then uh, at the end of the night, Jey Uso challenged Roman Reigns. Um, I'm assuming that's going to happen at SummerSlam. It's not official yet, but most definitely going to happen. Um, also on SmackDown, this is my favorite part of SmackDown, quite honestly. We had Edge on the Grayson Waller Effect show, um, and they had this little thing Grayson Waller's an asshole. And um, basically, Waller's like, and he like tried to act like he was announcing that Edge is going to retire because Edge hinted at it like a year ago. And Edge said, "I'm end up having a match. You're either going to sink or swim." And then I thought they had a really, really competitive. Great. What do you think of this match? I thought it was good. Um, it kind of, it was kind of slow, to be honest, but. I, I still liked it. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. 
I'm not a huge like proponent of oh every time a veteran barely beats a new guy it's their crowning achievement their here they are moment like that's their that kind of gets old like it worked with Cena and Angle but they do that a lot and it gets kind of sure. to the point where you're like okay okay I get it it's like the whole song and dance they have to do with a call up every time and it kind of mm-hmm. I don't know but I I do find it okay uh i didn't hate it i just get kind of tired of of that whole little pre-storyline that they have to do with a young guy every time especially if they're a heel they have to come up and and have this banger match with a with a new guy or or with a with an old guard and then they're then they're somehow like accepted or something like no it's gonna take weeks and months to get the crowd to because they're sure. still not big with Grayson Waller. He doesn't get big no. receptions and, and responses. It's going to take yeah. a little while. So, Yeah, for sure. But I, lo- I really like this. I like that at the end of the match, Edge wins. He grabs the mic and he said, you swim. And I th- thought that was a really cool way of putting Grayson over uh, in in defeat. Like he lost, but I think he still won that match because like that was awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, that they're the main two things from SmackDown that I took away. I thought it was a fun. Those were the main there edge and waller and the bloodline um or raw i'm sorry bought out and we had seth Rollins in a row whatever um the, the blood it looks like we're gonna get finn balor versus seth rollins again at SummerSlam, and i'm hoping it's the demon um but big thing on raw logan paul and ricochet in the ring not in the ring but ricochet is in the ring uh talking shit logan comes out Ricochet does his flip out of the ring like he did with Velveteen Dream. I knew the second that Logan didn't get in the ring, that's what was going to happen. What do you think of this segment? Yeah, wish they would have done it in front of a more lively crowd. Um, again, Ricochet did that spot in front of a risky guy that has, like, I kind of, I find it kind of funny that they keep ending up doing that spot with risky people. Like they, they had to redo that spot because I can't show Velveteen Dream. Well, Logan Paul has done some stupid shit before, too. So if he ends up doing more stupid shit, then they can't show that one either. So Ricochet's going to have to do it a third time. Like, why not just have Ricochet do that in front of Triple H or something? (laughs) That that Um, way you can always show it, you know? But no, mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was fine. The crowd just... I said non-controversial people. (laughs) No, um, Um, I I do wish that they did it in front of a more lively crowd. Because that crowd's so sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a lot of a lot of fun there. It looks like we're definitely getting Logan Paul versus Ricochet at SummerSlam. N- not official yet. Acting like he does. So, but then also we had the Miz versus Ciampa. Um, Bronson Reed got involved and helped the Miz win. It's the first I, I hear it's the Miz's first singles win of 2023. That's pretty wild. Um, but it looks like we're gonna get DIY versus the Miz and Bronson Reed. So that's pretty exciting. That's why I brought this one up. Yeah, How do you that, feel about that's that? good. Um, yeah. If that happens at SummerSlam, that'd be cool. Get DIY back yeah. so that we can uh, get... Dude, imagine if we somehow got a DIY versus uh, Kevin Owens and Zane. Like, don't even have to have a, one of them heal. Just have a good match between those four. Like, I think that'd be I would, very good. Yeah, I would prefer having that at SummerSlam, honestly. <laughs> that would be That'd be um, very good. I mean, there's a couple weeks they could build it up real quick. It doesn't have to be a long build, especially if it's two phase tag teams. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think it. Well, I don't think it'll happen. But hypothetically, I think that's a 
a dream match of mine. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, I did not watch Dynamite last night, but uh, let's talk about a couple things here. Um, you're going to have to do most of the talking here. Um, Adam fun. Cole and MJF versus um, Brian Cage and Big Bill in this yeah. little, uh, eliminator tournament. <laughs> yeah, they did this blind eliminator tournament a few weeks back where they had mm-hmm. random teams drafted with uh, Renee and RJ were like doing the Royal Rumble roulette spin with the ping pong balls and they uh, drafted these teams together. <clears throat> and I knew that when MJF and Adam Cole got put together, that was the team that was going to basically run away to the finals. Um, but I, I thought this match was super entertaining. Uh, MJF and Cole work perfectly off of each other. Um, Big Bill and Brian Cage, I actually like them as a team just because they're so big. And, and I think Big Bill is very underrated. Brian Cage, I mean, eh, I've seen him for years. He's, he is what he is. But I think I think uh, Big Bill is is pretty good. Old, uh, what was his name in, in WWE? Cassidy? Yeah, Big Colin Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, Big Cass. Uh, no, I, uh, I really like the pairing of MJF and Cole, I think it leads, I don't know if it leads to a MJF face turn, but I think it definitely leads to an Adam Cole heel turn. And I think Adam's going to turn on Roddy. And then eventually down the line, we're looking at more MJF Adam Cole matches. Okay. Um, I'm really, I I, I don't know exactly how it'll play out, but, but I think that's where we're headed. I, I, I really like what I I've seen so far from Adam Cole and MJF. It's a lot of fun. Even like on Twitch, like MJF will, stuff i've been seeing some of that a lot of a lot of fun stuff there um but like i said i I unfortunately didn't watch dynamite last night i'll have to go back and check that out um but also um they're gearing up for blood and guts next week and the elite announce their uh fifth member um as kota ibushi so the golden elite is back against the black black combat club next week uh how do you feel about that one yeah, so the Blood and Guts match itself doesn't have a ton of build. It feels kind of rushed, not going to lie. Um, both teams have kind of been hodgepodge due to the G1, due to injury. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club is especially a weird team. You got uh, Claudio, Mox, and Yuta of the Blackpool Combat Club, but then you also have uh, Takeshita, Don Callis' boy, and uh, Pac. Pac returned, and he's the fifth guy for the Blackpool Combat Club. So kind of a weird team there. And then on the other side, you have the Golden Elite, Omega, Nabushi, Hangman, and the Bucks. So, I mean, the Elite team definitely makes sense. The Blackpool Combat uh-huh. Club's kind of weird. Um, sure. I think I think oh. Jericho is going to play a, a part in it. I don't know okay. if you've seen anything about what's been happening with Jericho. Callus has been trying to swoon him over to okay. join the Callus family. He's starting like this, trying to start a faction. And they mm-hmm. had kind of the Jericho Appreciation Society kind of quietly break up. Um, Jake Hager even turned in his hat last night. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, cinema. so absolute <laughs> cinema. No, uh, <laughs> um, I, I think I think somehow Jericho's involved. Uh, okay. We'll see what happens. Maybe he protects Callus from he helps protect Callus from Omega because that's one of the main storylines. Mm-hmm. Is Omega wants revenge on Callus. Um, but yeah, I I think it's gonna be fun when it actually happens next week. But like it, I don't know. They just haven't done a proper build for it, which is unfortunate. Okay, um, I feel like they've overbuilt the idea of the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club. But you mean because of the random members being added? Yeah, it's Blackpool. different. It's the different members being thrown in has been sure. kind of. It feels rushed, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
So. Is this going to be the end of the Elite versus Black? Because I feel like it's been going on forever. No, it has to. It has to be. Yeah. Um, and hopefully after the – I'm assuming the Elite end up winning. And hopefully after that, we they tell us that Kota Ibushi has been signed to an AEW deal because he's no longer mm-hmm. in uh, New Japan. So uh, sure. that'd be great if we could get Ibushi in, in AEW. He's so good. I don't know if you've seen much of Ibushi, oh, yeah. but – I've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. <laughs> not just not where he wrestles crazy. the the blow up doll. I have seen that. I have seen that. Very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Yoshihiku, um, Yoshihiko, or whatever the <laughs> the blow up doll's name is. Him, <laughs> he's had a he had like a thirty minute draw with it. That's wild, wild shit. <laughs> the fact that like and people like make fun of that shit and say, "Oh, this is trash," but the fact that somebody I think it's can fun. wrestle. Yeah, hell yeah. I think the fact that somebody can wrestle a blow-up doll or a fucking... Uh, I feel like I've seen someone wrestle a broom before and it's just like, they make it feel like it's an actual match and it's actually... It's pretty wild. Referee has to have a big part in it too. I've also seen like someone wrestle like an invisible man. That's a lot of fun too. Yeah. Random <laughs> stuff. Um, also on Dynamite, uh, Nick Wayne, uh, 18-year-old kid, makes his debut. Uh, he signed a year ago when he was 17 in high school. They told him when you turn 18 and when you graduate high school, you can make your debut. He wrestles Swerve uh, and loses, um, which I don't think is a big deal. It's your debut match. No, they've, um, they've had a big rivalry in Defy yeah. over the years. So, so that, that makes pretty sense. Awesome. Um, I, I'd assume that they're going to put Nick Wayne on the back burner and let him get some steam going before they sure. give him any sort of a push. Um, I think this was just an introductory match, which is what it should have been. Because um, mm-hmm. the real main event was was um, the fifth member uh, sure. announcements for each side. Awesome. So, so yeah, um, that's cool, though. That's cool that they gave that kid the chance to do this, and hopefully it works out for him. Um, yeah. So, Jordan, um, I, I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some homework. Your homework is okay. to watch Collision this Saturday. They're gonna have this a uh, yes. They're going to have, and we're gonna review it on the show next week. CM okay. Punk and Ricky Starks in the Owen final. They're gonna okay. have the women's final. I believe no, they're gonna they're close to the women's final. They might have like one more match. I forget which one. I okay. think it's like uh, Willow and Athena is the match. I, th- I believe. And then they're also having uh, Bullet Club Gold. So Juice and Jay versus FTR, two out of three falls. So okay. awesome. They have a few. Yeah, they have a few uh, bangers on there, and there should be some some good matches. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what you think about that show. I don't know if you've watched a Collision all the way through yet. I watched the first episode. That's it. The first one. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've watched every episode so far, and and I think that the first one was great. Second one was solid. Third one was mm-hmm. butt, and then this last one. They just announced that in September, Collision's coming uh, near me. Um, it's like a two-hour drive, but it's not like Philly. Bryce Jordan Center. It's 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 where like uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions play. So um, oh, okay, maybe yeah. maybe I'll go there. But I have vacation the week before it for my birthday, so I don't know if I off um so that because if, if i'm driving two hours away and coming back and then i have to work so but i definitely want to get to yeah. an AEW. i think it'd be a lot of cool to really cool to see some of these people i've never seen before uh wrestle absolutely so, yeah. yeah it'd be in a, it would be nice if you could uh keep up with AEW a little bit and, and we could mm-hmm. give it another shot and try to review it on the show because to be honest wwe feels very monotonous the bloodline stuff is good and the rest of their stuff is very boring. Um, Walter keeps me interested, 
or Gunther, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, Gunther keeps me interested and a few other select people. But for the most part, WWE, especially Raw last week, felt kind of boring. Um, I didn't feel a lot of intrigue or interest when yeah. watching it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm also like, gonna be watching I, the G1. So yeah, I'm not watching that. Um, you and I have <laughs> such different tastes in wrestling, and it's it's very obvious because like I'm really enjoying WWE right now, and I like shit like like the Alpha Academy, and I, I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, the Alpha but, Academy, I could not give any <laughs> less. Like I do not care about that. I think they're fun, uh, but I, I think I think Alpha Academy are like. Let me skip five minutes until they're done with their <laughs> comedy routine. It's just like the same type of act that we've seen on WWE for the last like twenty years, like mm-hmm. the the goofy guy and the and the girl and the and the and the coach dude and the and the girl's gonna learn how to wrestle. Like, dude, I don't know. It just seems childish, boring. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of that in wrestling, is. but it's not cinema. It's cinema. <laughs> no, um, everything wrestling is cinema, Joe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's it for our wrestle roundup. Um, you wanted to do this segment, it was supposed to be a top five, um, but I really couldn't think of anything. And I'm sure if I really sat here and really thought about it, I could think of five predictions. Um, you said you, you thought of a couple, so I have two. Uh, and they're not huge okay, ones. Well, they're not. They're not too exciting. But let's go ahead and talk about some predictions we have for the rest of the year. Did, is it just WWE? No, it's everything. So you go okay. ahead and, and and give me your give me your two predictions. I want to go ahead and uh, hear yours. Sure. These might be underwhelming. Um, I think LA Knight <laughs> will become the United States champion uh, soon. That's actually Probably. one of mine. LA Knight wins gold of some sort. Was one of mine. I think it'll be the United States championship. Uh, I think he'll yep. take it from theory. Uh, especially if LA Knight's turning face, I think it'll be a good time to do that. SummerSlam, probably. Another another SummerSlam prediction I have. I think Finn Balor's going to win. And we talked about this last week. Handsome Zach gave this idea to me. Finn Balor's going to win the title. Damian Priest is to cash in. And we're going to have two new champions at SummerSlam. What Damian do you Priest. mean he gave you that idea? I was talking about that two weeks ago when we were predicting yeah. Money in the Bank. Yeah. I said, Damian he, Priest, if he wins, he can cash in on Finn. Yeah, no, we definitely talked about that for Money in the Bank, but he gave me the idea that it's going to be a big deal that Finn Balor lost the title right away again after winning it at SummerSlam. That's just that, I just don't want to give I just don't want to give Zach any credit. So yeah, fuck him, fuck him. Um, yeah, what a loser. Yeah. Um, awesome. So <laughs> no, what are I, your... I, I could I could definitely see that. Um, I, I think your second one is a little more bold than your first, but it's still very okay. likely. Um, yeah, I don't I see any problems with either us. of them. Sure. So, so now I have four since the LA Knight one was eliminated. Um, I have, uh, I think MJF is going to stay AEW champion for the remainder of this calendar year. I don't see him losing to anybody. Um, it's kind of a boring prediction, but to me, I don't think there's anybody at AEW that can take that belt off of him right now. Uh Um, you might say, oh, maybe Punk, but I don't think that's going to happen quite yet. I think Punk's going to do some other things on collision first. Before so you think he's, he's definitely he just, re-signing? Who, MJF? That's what, Well, I think if he does lose, it'll be like the big, very beginning of next year if he's leaving. Okay. But I, I don't know. I think, honestly, if I'm MJF, I'm re-signing. Sure. I think it would be very bold for Tony Khan to know he's leaving and to let him have the title until the very end. 
So if, if, if Tony Khan thinks he's going to leave. Yeah, but I, I don't think MJF is the type of guy that would like let you know that he's leaving. Like, I don't know. Sure. I just like the, I, but, I, I don't really know MJF, but what yeah. I know of MJF, like he just seems like like he'd kind of you'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. And then at the last second, yeah. pull a fucking swerve. And there he Do, is, hon. Sure. Do, Do you ever listen to Cheap Heat uh, on the Ring of Wrestling show? No, I do not. Okay. Well, Peter Rosenberg was talking about his wedding. On, That's on why. This week's episode. No, I'm just kidding. I like Peter. Okay. And then, and then they were talking about MJF at the wedding, and MJF sounds like a fucking sweetheart in real life, and it just sounds like such a nice guy. But um, the thing is, is, like, if I was Tony Khan and I wasn't sure if I think like he's fucking with me a little bit, I'd probably take the title off of him before the end of the year, um, just to be better safe than sorry not that i think he would fuck him over and take the title to wwe or anything i don't think wwe would even allow that but i'm just saying like i don't think it would be smart to let your fucking champion leave a week after he was champion i just think that would look well and we also don't know exactly when the contract ends yeah we don't know if it's midnight december 31st like or it could uh, be january 31st yeah i don't know yeah And, and also um if mjf loses i could see it being like the highest likelihood of him losing would be like full gear, which is November. Sure. Yeah, so. then that, that makes sense. And uh, I think there's a high possibility that I think he is currently re-signed. Like when that whole oh, thing very, happened, there, there's, he, a, there's a yeah. very likely chance that he is. We yeah. just don't know about but it. Yeah, it's it's fun to theorize that maybe he's not. I, I think that if they start leaning into the the bidding war of 2024, I think if they start leaning into that more and more, mm-hmm. I think that tells you that he's re-signed. It seems like he's toned it down a bit from what I've seen, but like I said, I haven't watched every episode of Dynamite. So. He, he definitely has, but if he if they yeah. if they start that up again, that means that he's resigned. Yeah, they, I think so, Tony so. would not be letting him do that if if he wasn't. Yeah. So and then someone from WWE would be like, "Yeah, we're told that he's already resigned," and then I would just shut it all down. <laughs> like exactly. We'll, we'll report it. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I like that prediction. Um. What do you? What's your next prediction? Uh, my next prediction is I think the fiend is coming back. I don't think Bray Wyatt is. I think the fiend is coming back. I don't know when, but, um, I don't know. I, I heard that they (laughs) might be bringing in the boogeyman. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, No, I I think, I think Bray Wyatt would be back, but as the fiend, I don't think we'll see whatever he was doing before. I think that's kind of dead in the water. I think they're shooting that dead. I don't think that that Mm -hmm. worked. I think that it ended up being drug out too far and they kind of wasted it. Um, I think it had legs. I think it had potential, but the way that they went about it just didn't work. I really like the Firefly Funhouse and I love the Fiend. I would like it if the Fiend wasn't as overpowered as he felt like he was, except unless it was Randy Orton or Goldberg. Um, I would like if he was just a normal wrestler that's just strong and still won matches, but I hated when he was just no selling shit. And just Unkillable. Yeah. When he was getting up after like, like 18 stomps from Seth. And yeah. Like I the understand no selling a stomp, but <laughs> mm-hmm. like if you know, yeah, sell a stomp is a big moment or something, but geez, yeah. 10 of them. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. No, no, the, the fiend is horror cinema for WWE. Mm-hmm. And I think it would so. be cool if they made like a fiend movie, kind of like the, <laughs> Like see no and evil. Like, they then he can be like that, but I don't want to see it in wrestling because there has to be a little bit of believability in wrestling. But there, and absolutely. Like, so yeah. All right. What's next? So next, I have 
I think that uh, we see CM Punk against Omega at some point before the end of the year. Oh. I think I think they're on a collision course. I think it's going to happen um, either in Wembley or somewhere else. The next but week. I think, yeah, I think it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think what you do, all out and all in week, I think what you do is you have Punk wrestle Samoa Joe in their big blow-off at All Out, and then at All In, you have Punk and Omega, or one of those two. You have Punk and Joe and Punk and Omega. I think those are two like big that. money matches that you can do sure. on pay-per-view. Because Joe's going to be pissed that he got that he lost to Punk. It was kind of a fluky win, and Joe attacked him after the bell. I think it's going to be a big, a big thing where uh, Joe's going to screw him out of the Owen final against Ricky this Saturday. Okay. And, and uh, I think we're going to get a big Joe versus punk match. And it's going to have plenty of time this time. Last match only had like cool. 18 minutes, which is oh, crazy. Cause oh, yeah. they're, well, their <laughs> ring of honor matches were an hour plus a piece. Yeah. But they're like 112 years old each. So like, <laughs> no, but they could, they could go a solid 30, 35 and it could still sure. be good. Yeah. So no, I like that one. I, I think Kenny Omega out of all of the elite would be the one to be like, no, let's let's make money out of this. You know, um, the Young Bucks yeah. kind of seem like a little baby at times, so I don't know if they would do that. But Kenny Omega, I definitely feel like he's the kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that, and especially if Omega and the elite are leaving for WWE, and and at the beginning of the next year, um, which I would love honestly, to see I don't. I, it would be like that would be the biggest shock to start next year, I but I don't I don't see it happening. That would be crazy. AEW would have to go all in on Punk yep. if that did happen. Punk would be their guy. Like Punk would have all the chips. Like he would run that show if mm-hmm. or, or that company if if that happened. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, time will tell on that. I can't predict that because that's next year. But yeah. Uh, my right. my last prediction is that AEW ends up on Max or HBO Max. Yeah, I hope so. In, in some yeah, capacity. That would, that would be smart. Like the reruns, like I think next day reruns or even like they do in WWE with a, um, like a Peacock. Month behind just kind of like a yeah. But yeah. I think if they put their pay-per-views on there, that would be awesome. Um, or yes. even like special events like like blood and guts instead of doing it on a dynamite they could do it on a saturday and that could be a max exclusive that would get a lot of viewers on max i think um i, th- well, I think that would be really smart i also saw a report that said something about um AEW getting pushed by warner brothers to maybe do yeah. a monthly pay-per-view system uh and i think if that happens i don't want that to happen i like the quarterly mm-hmm. pay-per-view sure. so you could do super cards they're just way too long um, mm-hmm. but I think that if that does happen where they get pushed to do monthly, so I could see max being the way to go there. That way you're not sure. trying to force your consumer to shell out $50 a month, which is impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, do that. I don't, I, no, I don't, I don't, do I, don't, I, don't I don't think, I don't think very many people would, you know? Yeah. But the fact uh, that I Warner mean, brothers is pushing, that makes me think that they want in on that. Like, well, how much does sure. Warner brothers get it? They're just on pay-per-view now. Like, I feel like it's not. It's not a Warner Brothers thing, is it? Or do they have like licensing rights for the pay-per-views? I, I don't I don't know how that works, but I don't I have good. no idea. But I would assume that that I I honestly believe that this prediction will come true. It, it all signs have pointed towards AEW ending up on Max. And I think uh-huh. it starts with all in, all out, that that sure. two week stretch. Because there's no way that they're gonna have one, they're not gonna have Wembley as just a big house show that nobody can watch. That's too big yeah. of a spectacle. 
They're not going to miss mm-hmm. out on broadcasting that. And two, they're not going to try to make people pay a hundred dollars to watch both back to back. Like, no, yeah, that'd be that's wild. not going to happen. <laughs> if that does happen, that's insane. Um, yeah. Would I pay it? Yes, because I'm an idiot. But <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> I think that that HBO Max is the way for them to go. Uh, make one, make all out. Maybe the last pay per view that's normal. That's fine. Make it the mm-hmm. last fifty dollar, whatever, and then say from all in forward, we're going to be on Max. Okay, I like so. that. I like it a lot. Um, let's add another prediction here, and this is like on the spot. When's Gunther going to lose his title? Mm. Um. Thursday, Honest. September seventh, will be the day that he he ties Honky Tonk Man. Okay. Uh, if if I'm WWE, I want him to lose the belt before Rumble because I want the chance <laughs> of having him win Rumble and 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 challenge for one of the championships at WrestleMania. Sure. I mean, he um, could win one of the, the one of the big. Option. Well, he could, but high, but usually that's not how WWE does things. Usually they'll they'll have him move on to a different program before he, mm-hmm. he challenges. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that, I think the bigger question is who beats him. Cause it's gotta be somebody yeah. believable. Would it be like a debuting Ilya on the main roster or a Braun breaker or I don't know. Maybe a return I, like Randy Orton. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Eh. Like that's yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not all in on that idea. That's just an idea, but I, yeah, I don't know. That kind of like that kind of la- lays in the same way that that Drew McIntyre does with me. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's the right choice if that's what they do. Yeah. And they're not gonna break it. They're this close. They're like two months, three months away from breaking it. I don't know what time. What day did you say in dis- in September? September seventh. Oh, okay. So they're very close. They're like a mm-hmm. month and a half away, dude. They're not going to to um to have him lose at SummerSlam. If they so do, that's a, a huge bumble. Him and Drew could do a three-month period where they have like, oh, I guess that they, Drew would have to win one of those to get to a third rubber match. I don't know. Shit, yeah. I, I'm just trying because I, Drew, I don't think is a bad idea, but it's a little early yet, so I don't know. Well, here's a small prediction for you. Is WWE going to have no um factions anymore by the beginning of the year because it seems like every single faction is fighting right now yeah it does Judgment seem that Day way, has infighting imperium started fighting bloodline's been fighting uh lwo is barely exists so we can't say anything about yeah, that where are they at i'm no idea it's too much i mean too I, much I don't see imperium. going on on that show imperium likes to do like how gunther just like abuses those guys i don't see them as fighting necessarily um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I they should lean into that more. I think Gunther should beat their yeah. ass all the time. Like every time they yeah. lose, they should just cut backstage to him chopping the <laughs> hell out of them. Yeah, power bombing yeah. them onto concrete and things. You know, yep. I like that. Just yeah, just destroy them every time that they come out body yeah. cast and they keep losing because yes. they body cast them. So yeah, set yes. them up. Um, but yeah. Uh, anything else to add for this week's show? A pretty quick show here. A uh, not than- really. Uh, yeah, awesome. it's okay. Um, nothing really to add. We're going to try to get Jordan back into AEW so we can become a wrestling podcast again, not a WWE I, cinema podcast. Um, cause I do um, like reviewing both and not just WWE. Yeah. WWE gets kind of like, I know Jordan loves it, but it gets kind of like we're swimming in, in the same ocean, in the same motion. You know, it's just like we're stuck in the mud with WWE. 
So I don't know if you've noticed this, but I get real into AW when there's a pay-per-view right around the corner. And you then do. The, you definitely the do. following week, I'm like, Ugh. it's like I go to watch Dynamite the week after, and I'm like, why the fuck is Lee Moriarty wrestling fucking Big Bill? Like, no, I, I, I get that. But <laughs> I also just... think I, I also think that Collision has helped that a lot. I think if you give both shows a chance one week, you'll recognize how different they are and, and the different rosters, and it's a ton of fun now. Um, sure. cause I definitely felt that like every dynamite was kind of random. Like you just didn't know what to expect. It'd be like random dudes wrestling, random dudes. And sure. like, it, it never made a whole lot of sense week to week, but especially collision, like collision is week to week. Everything lines up. Everything mm-hmm. is, is back to back to back. Like there's storylines dynamite still not so much a little bit it, They're They're getting there, but I'm, I've been really impressed with collision so far. Well, I'll, I'll be watching it this week. Uh, we'll live tweet it. Um, so yeah. So I can't. Awesome. I can't get you to watch the G one. How do I watch the G one? <laughs> oh man, I, I was kidding. You would. You would hate the G one. It's straight wrestling every yeah. single day for like a month, and it's like three hours a day. No thanks. <laughs> and it's and it's on New Japan World, which is a nightmare to uh, traverse sometimes. No. Uh, you know- I, I'm such a nerd that I, I love the G1 and Eddie Kingston's going to be in it and a couple Noah guys, which is very exciting, which never happens. And dude, if Brian Danielson was healthy, I could have seen him in it. Like, I, I'm very excited for it. But you know what I'm really intrigued in, uh, and I want to watch a little bit more of um, GCW. Oh, just, that's like, easy. I, just get the get a Fight yeah. Plus account, and you get all their shows for free. What does that cost? It's like a monthly thing, like uh, ten bucks or something, eight bucks, something like that. I'll look into it. I you get you all get, their... like the live ones, you, but like you get them afterwards, or no, you get the live ones. Really? Yeah, they just well, started it like a few months back. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, I I, I've cool. been in GCW and out of GCW a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked what they did with Matt Cardona. I've liked a few other things, but a lot of their shit is very low rent. Like they'll have like the Grim Reefer dude wrestling like some. What, what is this Blue Cane guy? Did we talk about this last week? I don't know. Have he's a seen? he's a lawsuit waiting to happen, but he's not. No, he's apparently it's happening. Okay, really? I, I, I saw that his Twitter like, got suspended today. Yeah, dude, he he released a merch store with a bunch of like Kane merchandise stupid. that was blue. Stupid. And then the you're next asking to get stupid. in trouble. Oh man! Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like I'm like, why? Too far. People are they took out it too far. <laughs> and people are like, oh my god, WWE is gonna sue him. I'm like, well, they have every right to. I'm sorry, but they do. Like, sure. Yeah, they so, he he should have separated himself from the Kane character a little bit more. Like, made it more subtle. You know, and apparently um, he hates Kane. Like, like that's the whole yeah. thing. Is that he actually hates Red Kane. He's yeah. like, good morning to everyone except Red Kane. He posted a picture. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty funny, but yeah. uh, I would like to see Cardona wrestle Blue Kane. I think that'd be really funny. If people um, are saying it should be uh, Cardona and Myers versus Blue Kane and the End Taker. Do you know the End Taker? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if he wrestles anymore. I haven't <laughs> I think seen he does. I think, I think he has a different name now. I think it's Soul Taker. It's just oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Much, much smarter. Dude. Uh, indie wrestling fun. I need to get to some more indie shows. There's a, a bunch in my area, and I never go to them. Like, I dude, like indie wrestling, dude. You're like right in the pocket of like good indie shows. I know. 
or like some you like you're in driving distance of great indie shows i i live in the middle of nowhere like if i lived where you lived i'd be going to indie shows all the time well, the thing i need someone to go with me i don't fucking have people around here that i, I feel that yeah and my, my brother and my my friend luke they can be pretty unbearable to be around when it comes to live wrestling well it's luke, one thing to take a, to take <laughs> Well, it's one thing to take a family member or somebody you know to a WWE show, but it's a completely yeah. different thing to take them to an indie show. Like, it's a totally yeah. different environment, totally different feel. Um, well, those two people I just mentioned, they're huge wrestling fans. They just don't like gotcha. live wrestling. Isn't that weird? Like, that's like the best thing about wrestling is being able to go there and see it live. But <laughs> depends on where you sit. But yeah, I do agree with yeah. that. We have this uh, one indie. It's called Three Legacies Wrestling in Lancaster. It's it's ran by uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, and they bring in like a, a bigger name every uh, month, and they have a show. Uh, I forget they're bringing in one of the Lucha House Party guys, uh, Lince Dorado. He's he's gonna oh be yeah, Lince Dorado. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. Yeah, I would like to. Um, I'd like to start like it, hypothetically. It would be cool if we could pick a show, like a random show, to watch and just kind of give our thoughts on it during the podcast but man that yeah. we 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 need we just need all the time in the world so we can watch extra wrestling but yeah. i think it'd be a good idea if me and you both sat down one day and watched a gcw show and then reported mm-hmm. on it on the podcast just gave our thoughts on what what they're doing or what they're not be doing fun. or what, whatever the yeah. hell so yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun um so yeah that's our show for this week um about yeah. 50 minutes too bad I hope you liked um, our our rambling end there of uh, our current state on wrestling, but that's yeah. where we're at. Um, kind of a, kind I hope of a our, dull week, but yeah. I hope our microphones didn't cut out. I know we both heard some weird feedback from other the, each other, um, so hopefully that didn't come through the actual recording. If it did, we apologize. Um, we're not professional. Yeah, we'll try to fix it. <laughs> we'll try to fix it next week. We won't so. forget, and then it'll happen again next week, and then we'll just be like shit. Um, but yeah, we have some podcasting friends. Let's go ahead and give them a couple shout outs real quick. Um, we didn't play their commercial this week, but go listen to in the marbles with soda and Ethan NASCAR yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I thought the show would be super quick and, uh, we could have, I could have played it in there. I just forgot about it until now. I, I don't have my real notes written down. It's impossible yeah, for me to do a, a quick show. I just ramble too much. Yeah. So. What time do you have to, you have to be at work in like seven minutes, don't you? No, I, I leave here pretty soon though. Um, but yeah, it's time for me to start getting ready, basically. Okay, well, we're almost done here. If you need to, you can pop out. Uh, in the Marbles, no, right. you can go check it out. NASCAR, um, Tales from the Estate, uh, Drew and Caitlin, they talk about the most random shit. Love them. Um, I forget what they were talking about last week, but it was pretty wild. They're talking about Pink Guy, and I'm pretty sure they were talking about eating ass. Insane stuff. Um, <laughs> very, <laughs> never mind. A fully posable wrestling figure podcast. Uh, action figures, wrestling figures. San Diego Comic Con's next week. I'm so fucking excited to see all these figures that I'm just, it's, oh God. I, I hate I'm it. I'm excited to see all these figures that I won't buy. Dude, it's just like, I get in these little lumps where I'm like, uh, I'm done with figures. And then I see them and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm back in. And then this past sure. week, I bought like five figures. I haven't bought figures in months. And I've been actually seeing figures on the shelf at Walmart. And I'm like, oh, my God, because it's very rare you see figures actually on the shelf. And so I've bought some figures. I think I'm back in on figures. And next week's just going to kill me because you got to buy the I'm- I got to buy the Mustafa. Mustafa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Um, 
and uh, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers have Power Town figures. They look awesome. Uh, and then there's yeah, going to be a shit ton of pre-orders next week. Oh god, it's it's. Bad. You should get Series um, One of Power Town. No, nah, fuck that. Um, I don't care. They look awesome. They really you you look should great. at least get Brody. I think that Brody figure is so cool. He is cool. Uh, Bruce yeah. or Brody figure, man. But dude, they're expensive nice. as hell. I miss yeah, out but on if the you just buy that one. Oh yeah, then I spend how much it would have cost to buy the whole set. Like no, no, like it's, it's no, li- they're no, they're they're gonna do another pre-order for the first series. First series one, yeah, yeah, they're refilling series one. Are they? I don't think they are. Yes, I, I, I heard know. about it on on Major Pod. I I heard they're I getting re- uh, I, ready to release the second series. Um, but I mean, they have a bunch of the fig- first series um, that are like all bur- like their legs are fucked up. So I could see them ending up selling those for like a discounted price. I know a lot like the belts alone on these figures are going for like fifty dollars each on eBay. So like insane. If they, just re- they could just take the belts out of all those figures and make their money back just selling the belts on eBay. Just secretly. <laughs> That'd be shitty. Um, but yeah, I forget what other podcast I need to talk about. But yeah, fully posable wrestling figures. Um I think that's we it. talked I'm about sorry, the NASCAR guys. We talked about the variety podcast. We talked about the figure <laughs> podcast. I think we're good. Yes. Um, awesome. Yeah, go listen to all those people and come back next week for more stolen gimmicks. Bye bye. As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine